Woo! We're going to Super Bowl! Yes! Suck it, Anthony! Suck it, Kaufman! I can't tell Ulysses to suck it yet because we're playing him, but I plan on saying it! The Bengals are gone to Super Bowl! Woo! This concludes our podcast for the week. He's the one. He's the one. It's like Highlander. There can only be one. And he's the one. Tom Brady was the one last time. This guy is the one now. I want the Bengals to win. I need the Bengals to win. Can you turn the lights on, dude? You're freaking me out. Your Bengals better just win. Yes. The Beatles. BTS. Jim Morrison. Ariana Grande. Franchise. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Hi, everybody. This is the Beards and Balls podcast. I'm not hosting, but our host is the person who is hosting has clearly lost their mind. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Oh my God, I can't believe it, Anthony. It's me. It's me. It's not Curtis Patrick Cheeseman hosting. And yes, at the Cheese Abides, at OG Cheeseman, at Beards underscore Balls podcast. Underscore, 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 underscore. You know who didn't yes. underscore? The Bengals didn't underscore because they scored the more points to win the game. As you can see, he's gone to that level of excitement where his English just starts. Like he currently took off his glasses and he's wiping his eyes. I happen to think he's no, shed a tear there. No, he shed a tear. He's clearly crying, guys. Tears of joy. You just can't see them. Uh, I'm Anthony F. You can follow me at uh, born to run underscore 19. I have an underscore too. Cheese. Uh, a lot's happened. Just I don't Not know where good, to start. Even more bad. Do you want to start with the good? Or do yeah. you want to like save the good to later? Do you want to spread it out? No, I want to start with the good while I'm while I'm amped up. Yes. Okay. Tell us what happened. The Bengals are going to Super Bowl. What and, number uh, for the Super most, Bowl? I there there's their third Super Bowl. That's true, but what what's the number of this year's Super Bowl? Because I forget. Fifty six. Fifty six. Okay, so technically you guys are three and zero in AFC championships, are you not? Not technically, we are. That's an, oh, that's true. Not even technically, you it's just technically, are. It's, it's like, like the giant. The Giants are five and zero at NFC Championship hey, games. You want a better one? You want a better one? Yes. The Jets are one and zero in Super Bowls. Yeah, that's true. They've never lost the Super Bowl. That's true. You know, uh, geez, um, I, I'm, I'm personally, since I've adopted Joe Burrow as my favorite quarterback in the league, as my favorite player in the league currently. Uh, that's right, Aaron Rodgers. There's a new you in town who's better and more socially aware. And did you see his tweet from 2017, Joe Burrow's about how capitalism is bad? Yes. He's the one. He's the one. It's like Highlander. There can only be one. And he's the one. Tom Brady was the one last time. This guy's the one now. So I'm about- glad you brought up I'm glad you brought up Tom because earlier today I just saw this tweet and it said it Joe Burrow, it might legit if they win the Super Bowl, it's the second coming of Tom Brady before Tom Brady even dies. Um because they're both their first ever playoff wins. Against the Raiders, both their first ever Super Bowl opponents, the Rams. Mind you, Tom Brady beat the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Tom Brady did that in his second season. And this is yes, Joe Burrow's second season. God, here's the thing about Joe, Joe Burrow. There, there were times uh, during this playoff run where, and this is, this is what I'm most amazed about with him. Or, or, it's his control of the pocket. Yeah. Because he handles the pressure that, that's coming at him so well. He, he, he doesn't panic. He doesn't get rid of the ball too soon. He waits it out and he gets it to his guy. He gives his guys chances to get open. And he's working the pocket like a guy who's been playing for a decade already. You know, yeah. pro football. Like it, it's 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 incredible to watch. Imagine if he had a good offensive line. You know, dude, that's literally that's what everyone says. And you know that's what the focus because everywhere else, uh, every mm-hmm. other pass at the ball. It's pretty much fine. You're saying, we don't need anyone offense. else, especially on especially offense. offense. So literally, all their focus draft and free agency. I mean, other than re-signing all the guys like Jesse Bates and all them, like all those guys that aren't locked in next year, re-signing them. Team, but the focus is the line. You get again. They don't have to be like the Dallas Cowboys of the offensive line. Cause mm-hmm. your Cowboys have historically oh. always had great offensive lines. They just I'm need to be off. good. They just need to they be just have to be good enough. Good. They Average. literally just need, they don't even need to replace the whole line. They just need two pots and it's literally well, right the right side. side of the ball. You're right. Side the left is side is and, and... left side is locked in. The center is good. Just figure out the right side. Don't have to be great. You just gotta be, don't get false starts. Don't let be a turnstile. And you've got the most important things when it comes to, you know, to Joe Burrow and his weapons in that you have uh, and you have three, but I'm going to say two to start. You have two like high caliber wide receivers. And then you have a good third guy with Boyd. Uh, who's the who's our slot guy. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want. If you're building. A, never, a good offense. I feel like people, I feel like the slot receiver is the most underappreciated. So but they're the go, most let's necessary. Go back, let's go back. Like, I was as a as a Cowboys fan, you know, for years. I was always a fan of guys like Patrick Creighton, who were yeah. like pure slot guys who were just, you know, they quietly did their work. That's what I like about a slot guy. Um, for a while before he was a dumbass, Cole Beasley was was yeah, from I was Dallas, just say, you know, Cole as a Beasley, slot guy. He was, he's like the him and like Julian Edelman are like oh prototypical yeah. slot guys. Wes Welker, so it, to me, yeah. it, it, like they're 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 a guy. I mean, Wes Welker didn't always line up as a slot. Obviously, a lot of these no, guys. but don't. that's where but he core. made his money. Yeah, yeah, that that's what these guys do best. Um, and, and and you know, having having those three guys, you have a really good tight end. Yep, and he's not like he's not upper echelon great, but he's good enough. You know, I mean the 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 threshold for tight ends in the league yeah. is literally upper echelon and everyone else. Yes. Essentially. You're, CJ Uzama is, is in a tier all his own. Well, he's really about between. to move into it. He's about to he, like, he can potentially move up into that upper echelon. Like he, he could, he could be there. It's just a matter of how are they going to use him moving forward next year? Uh, it's oh, it's going, nice to have four targets. Okay. Uh, you know, five. four big five if you well, on the backfield. Well, uh, true, but but that's true. So, yeah, you know, he has a target everywhere. Good targets. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's literally, it's, it's, the it's like the line. 20. It's like, was it the 2009, 2000 or 2011 Packers? That offense that was stacked and 
got mm-hmm. ripped off by the Giants, but that's the one that you went. They went fifteen and one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that 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 always blows my mind. But that is typical Aaron Rodgers. Uh, do great in the regular season and then lose in the postseason. But we're not here to talk about Mr. Anti-Vax anymore. Uh, no, we're going to talk a little but, bit more Bengals because watching that game, yes, at halftime, I was like, all right, I don't give a fuck anymore. Rams, so was I. I. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. One of you better win, not the Chiefs. I was in that same boat. Look, okay, okay. So I was in that same boat until one moment, and I think we both know that moment. Um, it was that goal line stand, which I will say, I'm going to say, and I don't think it's, it's, I'm not the only person to say it, but I did say it right then and there. I think I, I might've texted you or I might've texted someone either way. The text is there. I can look it up where I told them, uh, when they got that stop in, in, in the end zone and the, and the Kansas city chiefs didn't score. I, I, I tweeted their tweeted. I, I said, that's it. That's the turning point this is this is the this is a momentum shift it's going to turn into a can the chiefs hang on to this one game and it turned into that and they couldn't hang on because yeah. all of a sudden pat this is i tweet now this i tweeted out um i think that that whole situation at the end of that first half with the chiefs i that was all arrogance yeah. that was arrogance it was arrogance no, because they, they were better than they were they're, well, that was them thinking, not taking their opponent seriously enough to say we need to take the points now because they matter as opposed to, oh, we can fuck around because guess what? They're not going to come back on us. Yeah. Uh, and that's that thin line. That's a thin line that I feel like the Chiefs year after year are always walking where it's the thin line between confident and arrogant. Uh-huh. And when the Chiefs, it's funny, when the Chiefs are playing confident, they play like they did against Buffalo. Yeah. You know, the underdog style of, of play, right? Yeah. Uh, even though they weren't underdogs, but at least not to me. But then there are those games where they get arrogant. And they did that. And that's why they lost. And that's why I'm glad they lost, because that's one of the that's one of the things that I do hate about the Chiefs. Cheese, I'm about to say this to you in and it's a it's a pretty powerful thing, I would say. I'm tired of pretending that I like Pat Mahomes so that I don't offend, I guess, people. I don't like Pat Mahomes. I don't. I don't care for him. He's boring to me. Like, not the way he plays the guy. I Look, I just, I don't like the Chiefs. I'm not going to like them. Not when I have other options of people I like. You know what I mean? They're turning into the Patriots real fast, aren't they? Well, they're turning into the Patriots real fast without any of the hardware to back it up. Yeah. Like that's the difference between the chiefs and the Patriots that cause everybody talks about like, uh, uh, who was it? I think it might've been Kaufman when he says, uh, when he had mentioned, like he understood like why I hated them because like, you know, when he hated the Patriots, when his team wasn't good either. I'm like, yes, but also no, because the difference there is like, I couldn't deny the Patriots, you know, yeah. no, no one uh, could. Except Peyton Manning those couple times and Ben Roethlisberger and Joe Flacco mm-hmm. for some reason. But with the Chiefs, I'm like, you guys talk about this team like they've won five Super Bowls in a row. They've only gone to AFC championships, you know, four in a row. That That's impressive in itself. Don't get me wrong. But but somebody's already done that. He's already done that a lot. It's Tom Brady. You know, uh, I don't know. I'm tired. I'll talk of about him in a little bit Chiefs. too soon. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, so. 
one thing we t- since we were talking about the Bengals, let's move on from the Chiefs. I think both you and I can agree that we're happy they're gone. Uh, fat ass Andy Reid and his piece of shit quarterback are gone, and I'm happy. Uh, and their arrogance, they their arrogance kicked him in the ass. Um, but we do have to talk about when we're talking about your Bengals offensive line. This is literally the only thing that worries me going into the Super Bowl. Literally, the only thing that worries me is that the Rams might just say, you know what, let's put Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the right side and just have them eat eat them alive. That worries me. Um, because we because they're playing. If you guys didn't know, the other game that happened, the uh, the uh, the Bengals opponents for the Super Bowl. Uh, will be the the fucking Rams, the L.A. Rams, who guess who picked them to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year? I did. I Which did. means they will lose. Does it? Because I curse. Does it? Curse, curse, curse. I know. Here's the thing. I, I, I will say this. I, I'm not going to be disappointed no matter how the Super Bowl goes personally. Um, I would like to see Joe Burrow win, uh, but I also wouldn't mind it if Matt Stafford won. And, that's the, th- that's the other thing. Is yeah, I'm in the exact same. I want the Bengals to win. I need the Bengals to win. But if the Rams win, I'm. It's not like I'm going to like be super pissed about it. Because this like, is the ha- this is the handshake game where it's like yeah, you know what? It's literally like because God, Matthew Stafford, Andrew Whitworth, and Aaron Donald just got a rank. Oh, I can't be too mad about if that. Aaron Donald like that's really the only thing that that Stafford and Donald are missing for yeah. Hall of Fame careers. You know, well, okay, Donald no matter what is going to be Hall of Famer. But Stafford, Stafford on that line, but this would put him over that line. I'll say this though. Winning the AFC Championship and getting to the Super Bowl for me puts him a toe over the line. Just a toe. If he wants to firmly plant a foot over the line and be a Hall of Famer, lock in, no discussion, win the Super Bowl. There's really um, no one on that Rams team that makes me say I can't. I I want them to get crushed. Not even Jalen Ramsey, because you know what? I know he, he he's arrogant, but he backs it up a good amount. It's it's I mean, not like there, there's no it, there's no Tyreek Hills there. Okay, there's no there, no there's no Antonio Browns there, and, or that either. There's no there's no giant personalities. There's not guys who who abuse their kids. That's right, Antonio. We know what you do, uh, Antonio. I mean, uh, don't want to say that he did that. I mean, Tyreek. We know what you do. Uh, Even Odell, I mean Odell. He's not Odell a is a diva as long as he. But but here's the thing, I I I've always been of the mindset. I don't fucking care if a wide receiver is a diva as long as they produce and help the team win. Yeah, right? and he's never really had off the field problems that I can remember. Other than no, he's boat. just a diva. You know that's other all. Than it the comes boat down situation to. In, with the Giants. But even then, I'm like. Yes, that's more just ridiculous. If anything, yeah, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's, that's Austin God good. It's the only thing I could say about him mm-hmm. out off the field wise. It's like I wouldn't do that. Can you turn the lights on, dude? You're freaking me out. What's funny is like I was literally just thinking that as I'm up looking at and getting ready to turn the lights on. Uh, there we go. That's the so thing is, it was so um, it was so bright one second ago, and yeah. all of a sudden, in like two minutes, it turned dark as hell uh, the earth spins faster than you think it does well that and i've also been like i can't tell the time of day anymore at least as of now it's been gray all for the, for like the last week so anyways uh yeah hey hey the rams i hear ulysses has a message for me let's take a listen i'm currently coming to you live from the super bowl experience which is the NFL's fan fest every time they host the Super Bowl. 
I'm here to issue a challenge to a Mr. Curtis Patrick Cheeseman. Your beloved hometown Bengals, I don't know if they're hometown, I'll be honest, your beloved Bengals have so ha just so happened to have made it to the Super Bowl. And they are playing against my hometown Los Angeles Rams. So I'm here to issue a challenge. If your Bengals win the Super Bowl, I will do a 30 second promo about your beloved Skyline Chili. But if my team, the Los Angeles Rams win, you must do a 30 second promo why the LA Street Dog is superior to the Chili in every way. Especially your Skyline. I meant to say that, whatever. Anyway, I humbly wait your response. So I've never had an LA, I've been to LA, but I've never had an LA Street Dog. So I have no idea what the hell they are. So here's the thing. Your Bengals better just win. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I mean, I, I mean, I I accept the challenge. The only thing is, if the Rams win, I'm really just gonna be thirty seconds of reading a, off of Wikipedia of what it is. I have no idea what it is. I'm oh just gonna be, yeah, but you didn't say anything about what you think about it. I'm indifferent. Send me one. I don't care. It's gonna yeah. be cold. I'm not eating it. Next time I visit LA, I'll, I'll tell my friend Martin we gotta get no. an LA street dog because no, I've been. You told won't just to. get. You won't just do that. You're gonna meet with the Ulysses, and he's gonna take you to get a, an LA street dog. He's we'll make gonna it a hold day. your hand while he does it. You know, make a day of it. We'll go down to Santa Monica Pier. Well, I'm already telling you, every all of all you and Kaufman should just also come to Texas uh, later this year. This year, when 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 uh, Ulysses does, so that we can all we can meet like Voltron. We'll combine into a red machine. lion from Voltron. Yeah, we'll just Bert, all combine into Ernie, Snuffle yeah, Up, I guess, the Beatles, BTS, Jim Morrison, Ariana Grande, Franchard, Jim, Mon Joe Montana, Joe Montana. That, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Peacemaker, please. Did you watch the new one last night, by the way? I did. I did. No spoilers here, but no, there's this is a very spoiler. I just saying, I. It was hard for me to sleep last night when I was when I, after watching all those people try to smile. That was fucking terrifying. Oh, no, that was that was. It didn't help did with the see, light when they were walking through the lights. I'm like, oh my god! Did you see? It. Did you see the after credit scene where he's trying to like not trying to cry? He's trying oh, to cry. I, he's like that. Hey, is this all right? Does this look real? It's You're it's dead. such a good show. It's so well done. There's only two it's episodes so left, and that makes me sad. I know. I keep thinking to myself, I would like for it to be like a full like 20 episode season or something, but it's not. It's it's not. I just I just hope that I hope that that they do more of it. Uh I hope there's a more there hope there's more seasons. And I hope we yes. get some some of the surviving suicide squad members from the movie to pop I in. I hope we get cameos from them. I'd like to get a cameo from Idris Elba, but that's just cuz I like seeing him in anything. He's, great. he's so handsome. He's great. He is handsome. Uh, maybe, uh, yeah. He's 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 what what uh, he's like Let's upper work. echelon handsome. Yeah. Oh, you know? he's 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 what you uh, when he's what you would hope you would look like. And yes. as any kind of per, as any kind of man, it's like that's the man I wish I looked like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, him, him and John Cena. It's like you put them together. Actually, him and. 
Who was the dude that played um that played Rick Flag? Oh, I forget who it was, but he was great. Joel Kinnan, right? Joel Kinnan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, really those, good. Those, are, those three, those are handsome men right there. Mm-hmm. I oh my god. All right, guys. Uh, we're we're gonna turn. This is gonna turn into the Peacemaker cast if we don't be careful. Also, real quick, cheese. Did you see that every Saturday? Uh, James Gunn and the cast do a, a live watch along. Yes. Uh, I missed it last week, but I'm gonna do it this week because I really like this episode. Uh, I'm also a big fan of just everything that Robert Patrick uh, Robert Patrick's doing. It's the the white this white devil thing that he is white Holy dragon shit white dragon. Uh, it look I mean it might as well be a devil. Uh, it's this yeah. I, where this uh, this show is building excites me like like. The point it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm going to be sad that it's going to end. I'm going to go watch. I'm probably going to end up watching the season all over again because I can't just wait so for good. season two. I know. And we're not even done with season one. Uh, but I didn't but, see it play the piano either. That was pretty cool. I know. Do you know that they released it on Spotify? I do. I, I right? saw I saw the soundtrack. That Although song, I have my, that song Monster. So good. I know. Although I have my own misgivings about Spotify nowadays, but who knows? I look, I can't fight social. I can't social justice everything. Okay. Cause if not, then I can't enjoy life at all. And also yeah, Spotify exactly. is cheaper. Spotify is unfortunately a little bit cheaper than buying all my music back. Um, exactly. And I'm not going to do that again. Cause I did that. I've done it once. I lost it all once, bought it all again, lost it all again. We'll not do that again. Hey, uh, Anthony, let's, hey, Anthony, let's go to sports again. Hey, Anthony. Yes. Tom Brady retired. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, and that's all I had to say on that. I think we all I think the I think the sports world collectively owes Adam Schefter an apology uh, because I, I can't credit as somebody who has worked, who has worked as a journalist. I can I can understand why he, he did it, why he jumped the gun, because you have the information. Yeah, it's correct information. We're going to run with it. You know, that's kind of especially in that business, it's your job. Now, had he not been accurate and Tom Brady decided that he was going to spite him uh, and not an unretire, then, yeah, then we could rag on him all we want. But unfortunately, Adam Schefter is one and all of us are zero. Although. Although he did, I think he did. I didn't like what he did with that Aaron Rodgers information earlier in the or last year, uh, right before the draft, because he didn't really. He was he was only speculating as as. Oh yeah, yeah, that that was bad. I mean, and I understand. Look, and it's one of those things where, yeah, we all know that this is the situation, at least based on everything. Like, you know, we're able to put the puzzle pieces together just like you. I guess the only thing is, you know, you don't have to report on it unless you have. Solid yeah, let's have concrete sources. Yeah, but- and and you know this time he was right though. Tommy Boy <laughs> is retired. Although, hey, you got to think about this. You heard it the night before when he did his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Tom. The, the, the like we know that you knew you couldn't give like you couldn't give that little information to your buddy Jim Gray and be like, hey, you get to be the one to break it. You're instead you're like making him talk about, uh, on the podcast as if you're as if he knows nothing about your retirement so that Come the on. next day you can announce it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um but he's gone. So let's 22 year career. That's way too much for this episode 
of the podcast. What do we think we're way that he's too far do? in to reminisce. So, do we think he's going to open a taco truck? Do we think he's going to? I want to open a. a uh, I want a Tom Brady Rob Gronkowski sitcom. Oh, I yeah, give me that. Tom Brady should become an actor now. Uh, not that I mean I don't know if he's good. Uh, uh, like he they, was all right in Ted too. I didn't see Ted too. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I, I watched one. like half of it, and then I'm like, all right, now it's just stupid. Okay, well that sounds but like, I, like the of... first half of it that I watched. Tom Brady was in it, and like, <laughs> pretty funny. Like, yeah, that's kind of the only reason to watch because Tom Brady's in it. But yeah. I mean, look, the dude has what? How many MVPs? Five, Three? four or five? I think. I think he has four, maybe four or five MVPs. He's got the seven Super Bowls. I think he has five Super Bowl MVP awards. Um, I think he only has like three or four regular season MVPs and yeah. like five Super Bowl MVPs. Yes, correct. That sounds about right. Uh, he's got all the records. Uh, mm-hmm. He also has this one interesting record that people have been sharing where uh, most receiving yards by someone after 40, it's Jerry yes. Rice and then Tom Brady. Yep. So, and then Brett Favre with minus two. And then, yeah, and then Brett Favre with minus two. That's that's yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting because the last time that Tom Brady wasn't in the league was what year? Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I was seven, six. Yeah, so that's how old Tom Brady. I'm thirty now. You're twenty nine now. That's how long ago Tom Brady wasn't in the league. It's 22 years. That's like, that's, that's, that's a whole two dogs lifetimes almost. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird to, to be in a league where Tom's not because he's the last of that, of that era. Think yeah. about it. Him, Ben, Philip, Eli, Peyton, like that's it. They're gone. I can't think of yeah. another one to throw in there. Rex no, Grossman. you're right. No, let's throw That's in Rex Grossman. We're... Let's throw in Jay Cutler. Oh, Kyle Orton. Ugh. All four. I'm just throwing at this point. I'm just naming former Bears quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, no, like that. That's the that's the the last one of that whole era. He's gone. It's uh, just and that's just crazy. I mean, we knew this day was coming soon, but I still hmm. feel like we were never ready for it. I, I agree. he's been around so long. I feel like we knew it was going to come. And even when, when it happened, we were all still kind of like, whoa, this is really happening. Well, it's like, and I always, I joke often, you know, I joked it. I joked it. Uh, I joked to you about it a lot during the, the playoffs in the NFC uh, side, you know, saying that Brady is inevitable. So, but it's 28 to three. Let's be honest. 28 to three. When you think Tom Brady, that, is that what you think, though? For me, like, is, is is that your number one? Because like, I get that it's a team, and I get it. It's a team game and all that stuff, but what... it's 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 because after all the shit that they went through and stuff, and then the, he came back, one that's well, the way he just grabbed that Lombardi trophy and he celebrated that one different than the rest. If you notice, like, that one, I no, feel no, like that right. was the one where he was the most because that was the flaky. Yeah. Well, it, well the, the the thing, the reason I, I the only reason I I, um, I hesitate is just because I don't know if there is one moment with Tom Brady because you cannot like one signature moment because you can look back at what he did with the Buccaneers all of a sudden like that's mm-hmm. 
that's extremely impressive. Look at the way he celebrated that one. That's as different as it gets. That was uh, fun, Brady. That well, I'm talking about like Brady. day of Super Bowl. Super but Bowl. but day of, but but in terms of just like, I mean, the dude has <laughs> he's done it all, and he's done it all better than anyone else ever had, yeah, or has or will. I don't see anybody being better than him all time. No, I don't either. Or, I mean, here's the thing though: if you're if you want to even attempt to catch up, it's a it, it's a good start for you to win a Super Bowl in your second year. Mm-hmm. So Joe has a chance as of now. Um, Pat has a chance too, but see, Pat's a fucking loser sometimes. Fucking loser. Uh, I um, I told you, confident uh, cheese. Uh, uh, the, the, there's a Freudian slip there. Uh, Cheeseman. I, I I'm gonna be as I'm going to go extremely hard on the Chiefs from now on. Uh, I'm 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 allowing myself to express my inner rage towards well coffin isn't here to defend that's true all he needs to do is be here and he and i will probably not be as harsh damn it Uh, coffin get back on here because we miss your voice do we i guess we do yeah we do we do um but yeah no i miss him yelling at me oh yeah that I, i i miss that too that was fun that yeah. was fun. The few times that he would lose his cool to get angry at you. Um, yeah. Only you. Did I push him away? I do that with a lot of people. Eh. I tend to push if people you did, away. If you did, then no harm, no foul. But <laughs> on to Tom or back to Tom. Um, I don't know if I have a signature moment with him. Um, but if, if, you know, the one thing that I think of when I think of Tom Brady, it's just comeback. It's literally the word comeback because yeah. that dude, you give him any, like everyone's impressed with Pat Mahomes and his 13 seconds. Tom Brady's been doing that for decades, for two decades. He's just been carving up people literally with, I want, I would like for people, I would like for someone to take all the combined time that Tom Brady had on his little comebacks at the end of games and, and add them up to see how, how many, t- how, like how long of a, of an amount of time it was. It is as a total. It was uh, all one minute. I know if you add it all up, it was one second each time. Tom Brady yeah. is just that good. Uh, one play. One play. Um, it's just, it's going to be interesting to just see where things go, how, how are the Tampa Bay's or the Tampa Bay Bucks going to recover? You know, Ryan uh, Jensen, come sign with the Bengals. You know, you no, want to. There's only one guy. His name is Jameis. Jameis Winston. Come back. Come home, Jameis. Come home to Tampa Bay. Crab legs will be waiting for you. Heal up first. Uh, that too. Heal up first. Uh, man, again, that, 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 that division is going to be a whole interesting thing to look at. Cause that is a, that's a mess, man. If I'm all, if I'm Matt Ryan, I want out. Uh, who the fuck knows what's going on with the Panthers? The Saints are patentless, uh, and now you know the Buccaneers don't have a quarterback. Like that division is in shambles all of a sudden. Yeah, you know? uh, like it. it's 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 funny. Isn't it seems it- like it only matches the AFC South in terms of like how bad it looks, at least. Yeah, it's the uh, South. South divisions suck. Uh. South yeah, they, they do. They do. Speaking of, of, of Southern division sucking since we're, this is going to be a whole NFL episode. Uh, there's stuff going on in the NBA, but clearly right now is not the time, at least for me. 
or at least I don't think it is to talk. So we're going to keep moving with the NFL stuff. I don't know um, NBA very much. <clears throat> well, well, you know what? She's here's what you do. Start paying attention to it. Cause we're going to have to talk a lot about it, buddy. Yeah, I really should. Yeah, you are. No, you, you, you shouldn't. You, you, you're going to. Yeah, I know. Uh, because guess wrestling. Hey, be, no, no, we're not going to do that because listen, after next week, we're going to have to talk some basketball. Yes, we are. So, um, but anyways, since, since we're still going on the NFL, we're moving, we're, we're talking about Southern divisions. Let's talk about how incompetent the Jags are. Yeah. You, know, you hired Doug Peterson. Because Wait, there's nothing wrong. Wait, there's nothing wrong with like with Doug Peterson. It's just, he's not the right. I don't think he's the right guy for this job. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm just saying you had multiple options and that's where you go. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, this would be, this would have been okay. If you didn't have as many options, you could have had Brian well, Flores. The, the final, the, the big op, the big problem here for the Jaguars is, is Trent bulky. Is that ever that shot Khan has chosen Trent bulky over other good coaches because yep. no one has anything good to say about Trent Baalke. Uh, look at what happened to the 49ers or with him in the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, GMs don't often get, was know, he there when Har- what, was he there when Harbaugh was the coach? Yes. That was, that he was, was the reason the Harbaugh problem. left. Wasn't he? Yes. That was part of the, there was a power struggle between him and Harbaugh yeah. and guess who left. And, and, and he won and Harbaugh lost and Harbaugh left. Uh, Harbaugh, who, by the way, guys, was uh, turned down by the Vikings for uh, for the new head coaching job. I don't think he walked away. He didn't walk away. I, I I'm gonna oh, go with said, the Dan. He probably so, went said, "Do I still so, have Kirk Cousins as my quarterback?" They no. said, "Yes." He's like, Ugh. "So Dan Patrick, who knows people, was talking about he's got his gut feeling, and Dan's gut feelings are pretty, you know, on point." He was saying, you know, that he he kind of believes that uh, that Jim went uh into that situation kind of expecting to be wooed by the vikings as opposed to oh no they want me to interview for this job you know what i mean yeah uh, nine hours later i think it they realized it's just for what we want this isn't going to work and they hired uh, o'connell um which is going to be i mean who knows i'm not going to say the guy's good or not because i don't know uh, but I think, you know, there's now, now there's only three coaching spots left. We're only going to have one black coach by the end of this. Well, it's crazy. Isn't it? It's crazy to think right now that the, uh, that there is a potential team that could have a black coach, uh, that could have Brian Flores. And it seems like it could be the Texans of all teams because apparently he's still high on their list. Of I wouldn't care about coaches. the fucking lawsuit that he threw out. I'd be like, dude, I've seen your right. You want to come coach this shithole? You know which team I think should hire him? And people have talked about this. The Saints. Yeah. Because th- there's two teams that could have hired him that it would have been a perfect fit. The Saints and the Raiders. Why? Because the Raiders have historically always bucked the NFL. And the Saints, because guess what? The NFL has made an effort to bend you guys over a barrel for a long time. Uh you know, what's, what's a bigger F you than let's bring the guy who's suing you, you know? Um, they hired Joshua Daniels too soon. Yeah. I mean, but at the same if that time. that lawsuit had come out sooner, they will have been like, oh, my God, we got to get Brian Flores on the Raiders mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Are you kidding? Al Davis might resurrect himself from the dead if we he do that. would have been like, oh, 
do just it. win, baby. No, he would have just been just win, baby, and then like laid back down. Just Flores, baby. Yeah. Um. It. It isn't. You're right, though. We probably will end up with only one black head coach, as exactly where we. It's it's funny because this lawsuit stuff comes out. <laughs> And immediately the NFL continues to do what it normally does and just hire the same white guys that it has already hired. And even after all of this, at the end of this month, we're probably, we're, like you said, we're probably just going to have one black coach. And the only reason we're going to have him is because historically the Steelers don't fire people. They just let their and it just so expire. happened. And it just so happened that he blew their socks off when he interviewed. Cause remember they were going to, they were going to go a different direction. He comes in. He interviews and it's like all of a sudden, ooh, wow. Uh, the other shoe that has fallen, uh, I think, as of today is, did you hear what Brian Flores was saying about Bill? No. So the, apparently that Bill might have even influenced the decision for the Giants to, to make their hire. Uh, in other words, maybe. That's Bill's with, close to, the, to John Mara. That's why. Well, well it, obviously he can, you know, they, they reached out to him in a consulting way more than likely. Uh, but the whole idea that, that like, it, it's just, I love that Bill Belichick's texts are at the center of all of this too. I know. It's the most. Yeah, I love like, that. I was texting, Bill, you know, you're talking to Flores and not Dabo, right? Yeah, I know. I fucked up. Sorry about that. Yeah. BB. Isn't that weird? And it's like they signed that text, BB. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and it's we it's like we haven't like there is so much th- so many things going on in the NFL right now that we haven't even gotten to the other stuff, which is the other accusation he made, which is that Stephen Ross was offering a hundred thousand dollars for each loss. How many losses did he want? Uh, say you get, say you go one in fifteen. Please tell me how much money that is, Cheeseman. One fifteen. No, losses. yeah, it's a hundred thousand times fifteen. Yeah, I know. I just gotta be sure I'm doing this right. I have it in my head. I just wanna be sure I'm right. He's an accountant, people. One point so five. He, he I know I'm an accountant, but I don't. I double check everything because I can't that, afford. No, it. what I if you would let me finish, Cheeseman. What I was going to say is he's an accountant, which is why I have faith in his head math. But since he decided to just run over, you know what? He's a terrible accountant. He doesn't know numbers and he can't read. I really, I, it's really all true. I kept them. I still have the job I do. He's, he uses his fingers for all of his math. Uh, you know, 1.5 uh, million. Yeah. So, yeah. So think about that. If it's true, it, we don't know that it's true, but it's also a billionaire. So I wouldn't put it past them uh, because they're the type of people who don't like to hear the word. No, because God, they need to all be shot, but whatever. Um, and then the Deshaun Watson situation when he invited him onto his yacht and Deshaun Watson was no. there. No, it wasn't Deshaun Watson. It was Tom Brady. Stephen Ross. So Stephen Ross, the guy, the the big ticket guy that he wanted uh, Brian Flores to tamper with was Tom Brady, it turns out. Yeah. Where are you getting this? I'm actually getting this from reports that uh, that I read here. Let me, of course, now I have to, because that's what I, and that's also what I was seeing uh, talking. Uh, the one who talked about that was Mike Florio on Pro Football Talk, uh, and also on Dan Patrick. So that's what I heard. I didn't hear that it was. Desh- I heard that Deshaun Watson was a uh, kind of a thing of contention for the two of them. I've heard that Stephen Ross wanted him, and I've also heard that Stephen Ross didn't want him. And, by, and the same thing about Brian Flores, that he wanted him and didn't want him. 
but the but the one thing I for sure heard that was that uh, Tom Brady was someone who they were wooing, uh, and that's the one that's the situation where Brian Flores just left. It's like I will not. I'm not going to take part in in tampering because if if I get caught, I'm the one who gets nailed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole point is that at the end of the day, whether it was Tom Brady, which I'm I'm pretty sure it was, or Deshaun Watson, is that he was asked. He was being asked to break the rules. Yeah, uh, he was he was he was being asked to tamper, which yeah, I'm sure they all do. That's just part of it. But you know, right now with this, with everything else, it all of it just looks even worse. Oh, actually, right here, right here, right here. Uh, <clears throat> so, all right, here we go. My, uh, so he he accuses him of overall systematic uh, racial discrimination uh, and uh, discrimination against uh, black and NFL coaches. Uh, these are the tar- the things he's accusing or like that are in the lawsuit. Um, Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross incentivizing tanking by offering him a hundred thousand for each loss in 2019, and Ross. Uh, trying to influence Flores to tamper with a player who has been identified in media reports as Tom Brady. So it was Tom Brady wow. who, who he was tampering with. And, and this was what in uh, 2019, right when he was coming off of all that stuff. Um, it's yeah. uh, This was when of, he was, when he was done with there and he was looking for another place mm-hmm. to go. And then, you know, the other te- the other teams that he obviously included where the Niners and the box. The, the, Oh no 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 no! In the Tom Brady thing, yes, but but in in, ter- in Brian Brian Flores's lawsuit, oh, the teams that he specifically named were were uh, horse teeth Broncos and um, the Giants with their fucking. Re- Did you see that video that the Giants put out of their coach arriving at the facilities in his truck? Yeah. What so fucking stupid? I hate videos like that across the board where it's like, oh, we're going to pretend that you're casually. I hate that shit, but and it looks even worse now, you know, after they're being accused of these things. And I think the thing that 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 pisses me off the most about the Giants reaction to all of this is, did you see what their statement said that they believe they picked the, the most qualified individual? So you're telling me that the, that the years that Brian Flores was successfully a head coach over this guy who's never been a head coach ever, uh, he's he's not qualified, right? Uh, Some dumb white dude that's probably going to shit the bed because it's the Giants and they haven't yeah. hired anyone good over what since uh, Coughlin. What's his name? Since Coughlin. Like they haven't hired anyone good for a decade. They have, I think they the last time they won a playoff game was a decade ago. They're going to keep doing that with this guy. I have yep. no doubt in my mind that that's going to keep happening. I just well, think if Brian Flores had come, he probably would have turned that team around. I just think it's fun. The John Elwood thing is funny as hell. Please talk about how that. he accuses them of coming in disheveled and hungover. I'm just like, yeah, I can see that. Who? So the disheveled and hungover was was you know John Elway and in. the other yeah. people whose names I don't Which, care about. I mean, John Elway in his fucking horse teeth have always been, you know, fucking frat boy bullshit. You know, that that's how he's always been. He's always been that jockey, you know, dumbass, right? Yeah. So for him to approach that and 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 I hate to say it, but usually jockey dumbass comes along comes along in a package with racist. Um and and I can firmly and I'm not saying that that John Elway is or isn't a racist, but I'm I wouldn't be surprised if if everything that Brian Flores said was exactly correct. I'm just saying, 
Because then you go out and you hire old Vic Fangio, who turned out to not be good at his job. Mm-hmm. And you watch Brian Flores succeed with far, far less talent than the Broncos have. Yeah. You put Brian Flores on that Broncos team, they're, su- they're in the Super Bowl a lot more than, than not. Well, I mean, they, 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 they have Von Miller might still be on that team. Well, I don't think Von Miller would have been on that team no matter what, just because I the, the reason they traded him is because they're going after your guy, oh, yeah, uh, Aaron, uh, and they need and obviously your team likes draft picks, but the whole like it's it's a sham. These interviews are shams, and there's nothing wrong with an owner of a team knowing who they want to hire already. Yeah, fine, you're fine, you're allowed to do that, but. For the NFL to allow this kind of mockery to continue of these sham interviews, and mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous. The Cowboys are—it's wasting everyone's it. time and Just, makes the interviewee feel feel unwanted and like they're not mm-hmm. good enough. And and well, who was it? I forget which coach. I, I I don't know. I was listening again. I listened to a lot of sports radio, and they were talking about how this guy's talked to them. You know, conveyed to them in private that you know at this point he told his agent. Just don't even send feelers out. If they want to talk to me, they'll, I'll fine. I'll talk to them, but mm-hmm. I give up. Like, there's no point in doing this because it's the, it's the same. It's that bullshit where it's a good old boys club, mm-hmm. friends of a friend of a friend of a friend. And guess what? 90% of those friends are not qualified to be doing the job they're doing. Uh, and, and I'm not saying this from like, you know, sitting on a pedestal because the Cowboys did the same thing with their wide receivers coach, uh, a few back when they wanted Jason Garrett, where they high, they held a sham interview, but we all knew that they wanted, that they were going to hire Jason Garrett, which I mean, if that, that I'll, let's just mark that down on a long list of stupid things that the Cowboys have done. Um, but just about every team is guilty of doing it, you know, uh, but that's just the way that the NFL has, that's the corner that the NFL's backed themselves into. I mean, the other corner they backed themselves into is continuing to defend Dan Snyder. God, it, what a bad week for the NFL. Like in terms and of headlines, it's so bad. Tur- with it turning to Super Bowl week so soon, uh-huh. it's going to be so much negative publicity coming out. I mean, so. I didn't dig as deeply into the Dan Snyder things because I can't do it anymore, but I know you did, you, or yeah. at least you, you read the, everything about it or like you saw that stuff. So please regale us with they, the tales they of had, Danny. They had former employees, former cheerleaders, and like a former, like, I forget what his position was. His last name is Baker. He, he had a, a decent position inside the then Redskins organization. Then Redskins. I can mm-hmm. say that. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, yeah, um, they're the commies now. Yes, they are. God. And they're going to get sued by Farmers Insurance very soon. We are commanders. Bum, 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 Fuck oh, out of here, you unoriginal pieces of crap. Um, oh, I, hope they, I hope they fucking sue them. Anyways, God, I hope, I hope you hope your Cowboys just wreck everything when they play them every every year. Just go. That's the one thing I can take solace in every year is that that, that I'm playing the rest. Two of guaranteed my wins. Well, in that I'm playing the rest of that division. So, anyways, uh, but so they came in. They sat down talking about how when they would, because this is what all the teams of cheerleaders do. The, the calendar shoot, you know, like the bikini calendar shoot on location, yeah. you know. Um, as far as I know, other teams that do this, when they take pictures there, 
quote unquote outtakes, you know, pictures that are revealing and they're too revealing in a sense. As far as I know, I'm not saying this is, um, I can't obviously say this with certainty, but as far as I know, they typically delete those and they're gone and you'll never be able to find them. Well, the Washington football team said, let's go ahead. Let's make this into its own little like slideshow. We can send to our higher ups and whatnot to, and show off these women in these compromising situations. Let's go ahead and prostitute these women out and do all this. Let's go ahead and put them in terrible situations and uncomfortable situations with people, with men that are married let's and exploit let them. them go ahead. That's what they're saying. Be all touched up and felt up on by these guys. Yeah, let's just exploit these women because guess what? We're because they're wi- of- let's exploit these women because they're women. <clears throat> because they're women, and we are rich white men who still firmly believe in like 1980s yuppieism. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's ugh. this was all done by the way on Capitol Hill. So this was oh, on Capitol yeah. Hill where they they were presenting their case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, and then and then today it comes out the NFL has this information. They have it all. They had their their conclusion. You saw that legal thing, right? That that how how they determined that uh, that defending him would help both te- both sides legally. You know yeah. that, that that the NFL determined that helping Dan Snyder helps the NFL. It doesn't. <laughs> I it mean, doesn't. it doesn't. But it doesn't. But some person within the NFL, some you know, a lawyer, some, some people have, are, are of that belief. People with enough power are of that belief. And, and also the, the NFL owners. has to ask permission from the Washington football team and Dan Snyder, if they can release this publicly, it's like, you're the NFL. You so, so here's the problem. Here's something I've absolutely been thinking about these last few days. That just drives me nuts is that you're, and, and it's true. Um, you're, the way that things are set up in the NFL is like a sham checks and balances, mm-hmm. you know, where you have the players, you have their union, you have the owners, and then you have the NFL. No, no, no. You don't have three entities. You have the players union and you have the NFL because the NFL is the owners. Yep. The owners run the, this is the problem with the NFL. There needs to be a separation of owners and the NFL and the players like, like a proper checks and balance. The thing is, that's not how it is. And that's not how it's ever going to be because owners will not give up that power. Um, I think with dance with Dan Snyder, it's like, guys, why do you want him? Why do you want him around? The one you know? of the things they talked about was uh, during her deposition, uh, I forget the I forget the um the woman's name, but um she talked about like because she had worked there before Dan Snyder, and then she worked there obviously when Dan Snyder bought the team. She said before Dan Snyder, it was a much better atmosphere, family friendly, fun, football focused, and you mm-hmm. can even see in the product those were the years where they were good. Then Dan Snyder came in and it just became business and not giving a shit about the product on the field, just making money. He literally yeah. became Mike Brown and Mike Brown became an actual good owner. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, and the only reason, the only down, the only thing about Mike Brown is he's cheap mm-hmm. because everybody that's come through the Bengals organization, or at least a, a fair amount have only, 
have only had good things to say about this is well after the fact they're out they're, um, they're out so they don't have to worry about him by blackballing them a lot of people have said this he's he's there he's at walkthroughs he's at practice when i gone when i've gone to those training camps uh, and we're able to watch them live uh, like that there's mike brown every day out there watching out there talking out there scouting making sure everything's going good he might be cheap but damn it he cares I mean, uh, and so I guess what they had, the, the, the thing that they held was like a round table with the House Oversight Committee, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just like, just looking at it, like the idea that the NFL has this system where you can't do anything unless you're getting permission by the person that you're supposed to be investigating it's stupid. It's backwards. It, it, it's 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 clearly a conflict of interest all around. It's just it, the this these are the times where it's really fucking hard to support the to even be a fan of the NFL. I'm yeah. a fan of the players, thankfully, more so than anything else. I hate the, I hate the NFL. I hate the NFL, but I love football and I love the players. Uh, but I hate the NFL as an organization. As long as Donald it, Trump it's, it's, isn't a part of the U, isn't a part of the USFL. I'm really hoping they don't oh, and he fuck won't around. Be. He won't be. Uh, He's not. Not a. I mean, think about it. The last time that he was, he sued his own the USFL and ended up fucking being the reason that they tanked. Oh well, yeah, he got one cent. Yeah, exactly. So and as long as that, and as long as The Rock doesn't have bad luck with the XFL, well, I got want the NFL to have competition. I'm tired of the NFL having a monopoly, which is good because, because that's that what it the is. NFL's going to have to make changes. They're going to have to do stuff because no one's going to be like, you were drafted by the Washington Commanders. I want to play for that look for that for that midget. That well, what I what I wish what I really really hope is that you know, it's the same thing with the Brian Flores situation where you're like where you can't help but hope that, you know, for me I'm like I I really wish that Byron Leftwich would would attach himself to the lawsuit and that Eric B enemy would attach themselves to the lawsuit Dave and Cully. That, that Dave, that all of these guys uh, that Jim Caldwell, that all of these guys who are so deserving of head coaching jobs, but get passed over, over and over and over again, or just get used for one year. Like Cully did just because we need a scapegoat. And uh, the Texans think they're trying to be the, the fucking Patriots again, that I, uh, it it's I want all I would hope that all these guys attach themselves to to the lawsuit, and that's the same thing with like the NFL's issue of of with Dan Snyder. I can only hope that whoever they draft live on draft day says no. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to play for this team. I'm going to the USFL. Why, I, if it were me, I would. You know, and again, if it were me, this this is me talking from this outside perspective. But if I were to be the one drafted by them, I would. I I would just say no. I don't need to be drafted, and I would walk off the stage. You know, because why? Why I do just, I want? Yeah, yeah, That's I the just, most powerful thing that could be done about Dan Snyder is that if somebody publicly did something like that, that it would it would embarrass the league. I mean, the league should already be embarrassed that they that they have. Dan Snyder in the league at all, you know? Yeah. But they're not. They're not. Is they're Dan Snyder on. white, by the way? I still can't tell. Every time I look at him, I'm like, you oh, do not look like white. Well, but he's probably his skin got color. That, like, his skin color looks like olive green. Like, really look at that, him. It looks like olive green. I am looking at him, unfortunately. Uh, 
I can't tell what he is, but he fucking sucks. What a piece of shit. Him and his wife. They're both garbage trash bags. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that, that's some of the, the big stuff that's happened. Is Paul McCartney things? stares behind you in anger at Dan Snyder. He does. I, I didn't even. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's just like glaring. He's like, I'm seeing that picture of Dan Snyder in front of me. I don't like it. George Harrison uh, is just confused as to everything that's going on because he is dead. And then Ringo's covered by my shoulder because it's Ringo. Uh, and then but, there's Lennon. Who's just, you know, dead up there. Yep, uh, he's very dead. Now, what uh, What I do want, I mean, the other thing I, I wanted to talk about, because it's happening right now, or it's going to happen this weekend, is the fucking Pro Bowl. How useless of a fucking game is that? Well, the best moment is still when Ed Hockley threw the flag, went out and said, yes, there are penalties in the Pro Bowl. God, that's great. Uh, and that, and I, then Sean Taylor destroying <clears throat> Pat McAfee. I really would like for, I really, 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 really wish that the Pro Bowl weekend would be turned into that, would, would they would bring back skills competitions and things like they that. They had it last night. They did? Yeah. Okay, let me put it this way. The fact that you had to say they had it last night is exactly what's wrong with the Pro Bowl. Micah Parsons beat Tyree Kill and Nick Chubb in a race. That's what he was talking about, why he was calling himself a fastest. Yeah. They okay. did a 40 see, here's cash. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Why the fuck am I going to watch that on a Wednesday in the middle of the fucking week? Thursday. Today's Friday. Shit. This whole winter freeze stuff has thrown my time off completely because I didn't do shit yesterday. Well, I thought the same thing, but then, but then they said, but then they said, I saw... The NHL All-Star game is tomorrow, Saturday. I'm like, that's why they didn't do that. Okay, okay. But, 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 the NHL but All-Star me... game is on ESPN. But you could have also, you could have done it tonight. You could have, or, or, to, or, or you could do it Sunday but instead of the fucking Pro Bowl. Because nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares. It's like, oh, I got named to the Pro Bowl. Who the fuck cares? You're probably an alternate. The only thing that matters is. Yeah, like, Michael Parsons. Be, You're not like, good. Uh, Shut up. Now, I no, I hate I hate when people use like, uh, oh, well, he made it to this many Pro Bowls in his career. And who the fuck cares? Tell me about how many all pros they made. Then I'll care. Uh, here's the, here's the best argument for it. Last year, Evan Ingram made the Pro Bowl. There you go. That's that's your argument right there. Well, it's like for, for you, why it's stupid. Like the, the fact that I'll see a tweet from a player like, oh, I'm not going to be I'm opting out of this year's problem. Like. Opting out, it's nobody fucking cares, dude. Nobody fucking cares. Just get rid of it, um, or or find a way to make it more fun. I'm telling you, have us ha, make a fucking day out of us uh, out of a bunch of different skill events. I want a Pro Bowl <clears throat> spelling bee. Uh, fuck it, why not? Let's do that. No, I want Pro Bowl sparkle. Can you, you guys sir, play sparkle in sir, grade school, sir? Can you spell Belichick correctly? Did you I play know, sparkle in grade school? No, I didn't. Okay, so. Oh man, this game was fun. We did so. What what it was in our English class when we would have a spelling test the next day, the day before, we would play Sparkle with the words we had. So basically, everyone stands up, lines up. You're given the word, and then you go around the circle. You spell it. So let's say the word is like let's literally say it's called. Let's say it is Sparkle. So S P A R K L E. So you spell it out. Once the word is spelled, that next person then says Sparkle, and that person next to them sits down. Okay, all right. It's fun. It was super I want, fun. That those of you that went to Catholic grade, those of you that went to Catholic grade school that played Sparkle, stand up and represent. 
Also, I'm sorry for the issues that you have. Oh, uh, God. Why do you think that I am the way I am? Hey, I understand. Why do you think I gave up Catholicism at seven? Uh, but yeah, um, I, I would like for it to just be skills competitions and let's see. I mean, for, of, they ended last night with, do- with dodgeball again. Yeah, I, I want dodgeball and seven. And they up had their and... version of the dunk contest, which was best. Okay. Catch. Okay. Now do that on Sunday instead of making me watch a sham of a game that I do not care about. Um, also, are we really going to act like the NFL cares that the NHL all-star game is on, on Saturday? Like they wouldn't, they totally don't care. Crush ESPN them. cares. Uh, again, you think that ESPN would not, would say no. If the NFL said, Hey, we're going to do this on Saturday. Yes. The NFL, but the NFL would tell the NHL to say, Hey, how about Friday is open. Do it Friday. The, yes. Because that's a whole market. ESPN would be pushing away. True. True. But there is another, but but you know the kind of ratings anything the NFL does bring in. I, I guarantee you, if the NFL put out a skills competition on the night as the All-Star game, more people would watch the, the skills competition. I Unfortunately. NHL Sparkle. Sure. But I, I tell you, I want a game of seven up. I want uh, hopscotch. I want I want hopscotch on skates. No, four I square. want six I hours want of four square. No, I want hopscotch on ice. Oh, like, you know, let's do that. Let's make, let's really make things dangerous. Uh, I mean, I, you remember when the Pro Bowl was in Hawaii and it was still somewhat sort of fun, you know, yeah. at, at the very least they got a trip to Hawaii out of it. That was fun. Now it's like, pick up in Vegas. Place. God, I don't need yeah, anyways, whatever. Enough about that. Uh, I think is, is there anything else that uh, that's been going on this week? Uh, there's just one uh, one other thing we need to uh, bring up that we haven't talked about yet, and that is oh, that no. the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I don't think we adjust that enough. I don't think we did either. Like, I'm genuinely racking my mind trying to figure out if there's anything else that we that we missed. Uh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't done anything stupid recently. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's about it. I, I think we might be done early. What the hell? Jeez, I'm not used to being done this soon. Oh, um, um, the MLB requested a federal mediator and the MLBPA said, nope. Good, good, good. See, that's the thing that drives me nuts about all these 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 leagues. Is they have everything set up so that everything funnels back towards them or goes in their favor. Or it's like uh, like the NFL is going to push heavy for arbitration with Brian Flores. Like they're going to push hard for that because it it's an advantage for them. Uh, the other thing real quick about Brian Flores that I really, they're going to tear his life apart. Yeah, they are. Uh, that's he what they that. do. He, and he knows that. And, and, that, and that's like, why I'm like, care. yeah, well, I, one thing that, that you hear constantly in all kind in all reports and from all people who know Brian Flores is that he's a man of extreme principle. Like he has, like he firmly believes in his beliefs and he will fight for them. And clearly he's the one making, you know, that, that, that's uh, what's influenced everything that he's doing now. Um, I, I, this is the one thing that the NFL did not expect would ever happen to be fair. You know, Uh, is that, 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 that a coach would throw away their career for a higher purpose, you know, for a greater cause. Uh, and take them on 
Um, whether they win or whether he wins or not doesn't matter. It's the optics of having a coach do this uh, already. I mean, it's one of those things where everybody knows, everybody and their mother understands the problems with the NFL. The NFL understands the problems with the NFL. They have people who are, uh, I forget his exact position. He's a man of color. Um, and he, it's his job. You know, he's, he's one of those tasks with, uh, with creating, you know, fair hiring practices and, you know, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing well. No, great. no, no, no. He's talked about, no, 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 no. This isn't a, uh, a knock on him because he is a person who's trying to do it and has, um, I think it was Mike Florio who talked about it where he talked with him and, and he said he got emotional talking about how, you know, this is something we want to fix. It's something that I want to fix. The problem is we can't, we can't, we can't influence the owners. It's like we can't tell them do this or do that. Because they're gonna do what they want to do. Threaten um, them with death. They're all old as fuck anyway. God, I Dan Snyder just say I you're gonna die soon die. anyway. Do you want to die going to hell or do you want to do the right thing? And, and and that's what makes me very excited about the the prospect of the Broncos being up for sale and a potential per you know we'll uh, go in on person. that. I'm pretty sure we can get ten dollars on a bologna sandwich and they'll take it. Hey, we can get a street we can get a street uh, hot dog from Ulysses. An LA street dog. We'll we'll throw that in. We'll we'll we, uh, you know what I know we. what else no I know what else we can do. We'll we'll sell him Kaufman. Yeah, it work. He's worth like maybe ten bucks. He's so between all that three NFTs. Between all of that, I say we can scrounge up fifty bucks. Kaufman, some street dogs, an NFT, weed. and weed. Fifty bucks. Take sell it. us. Give us the Broncos. You we should go steal that giant order. gold cube out of Central Park. We, I told, uh, look, you said put a crew together. I answered in a gift. Let's put a crew together. Let's do uh, it. We just need three I, distracting men, two strong men, and one explosives guy. And then me, the brains. You always need the explosives guy. Yeah, and I'll be the brains. Well, you're the clearly explosive. No, you're the you're the loose cannon. Yeah, so I'm the explosives guy. Yeah, so you're the explosives my- guy. I just need my copy of the anarchist cookbook to hurry up and come in. Ulysses you know that's, a, that's be... a real thing, right? You know, it's a real thing. I no, I, I know it's a thing. Oh, I know it's a real thing. For those of you that don't, you can learn how to make drugs, survival tactics, and how to make bombs out of that book. And I want a copy so bad. You might want to uh, make sure you're not on a list after that. After you're, you you can put, as soon as you buy, I'm pretty sure you're on a list. Like this guy wasn't right it here? part of like Ted? Is it wasn't that Bob against Ted Gazinski like was that because he had copy? Was it? I, I'm not sure. That's why I'm asking. What did it was Bob against that... someone? It was Bob against someone, but it turns out it was it was like hearsay and it was inadmissible in court because it didn't matter because it's like like because the it's bomb the anarchist cookbook section. It's like uh, it's like somebody taking seriously the zombie survival guide. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, or someone taking Peacemaker's diary seriously, by which people have done that apparently in the show. Uh, well, that's not what I expected in that diary. We, we, just looking at the pages, I'm like, oh, that's because it wasn't like, his diary. Childhood? That's not his what diary. I, I know, no, I know it's not his diary. What I meant was like, I thought that they were gonna be like, oh, it's some like revealing thing, you know, about his brother. And I'm like, no, 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 it's just you know, he's a weird anarchist cookbook guy. Yeah. God. I'm very excited for this hey, Anthony, episode. My birthday's coming up soon. Um, I would very much like a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook. 
Okay, I'll see what I can do. I was okay, just good. gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, do a Borat like kidnapping of Joe Burrow for you, uh, and deliver him to your home. After no, I was done you don't. Him. I don't want you to be put on that list. Put be put on the other list. Oh shit! Actually, you, you know what? I should no. put you. We should make Kaufman do it just to be. No, safe. no, no. I need you to understand. I don't mind getting put on that list because more than likely after gifting you Joe Burrow, I'll steal him from you and take him home to my, for myself. Okay. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on getting you some Joe Burrow after I get myself some Joe Burrow. Uh, and he, this has been you see, Joe Burrow talk King, with Anthony. Do you see he gave King Cuddy his jersey? Oh, I, tw- oh, are you kidding? I retweeted that. Uh, he did. Yeah. Of course he here. sent me that. I, I did send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one who like, I tagged you in it. Cause I'm like, look at that. I love that Cuddy is like he's from Cleveland. 100%. Yeah. And I love that he's 100% into Joe Burrow. And I'm like, I am too. I am too. Like, I've ever tell you about the night that I f- first fell in love with Aaron Rodgers? No. So, I, I, I okay. So, I was, this was like a decade ago now. Uh, I was very high on some really, really good weed. So everything looked great, right? And I was it was it was Aaron Rodgers against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And I was watching just as I'm sitting there watching on the couch, very comfy, very high, very into it. Everything's a little more colorful um on the TV screen. Everything was kind of also moving a little in slow motion, not because of the weed, I realized, but because I was watching a man be better at everything than everyone else on the field and doing it with ease and it was just in that moment where i'm like i i love all of this i love everything like i love this person's command of of his skill set how good he is how how the other team can't figure it out uh that's the night that i first fell in love with aaron Rodgers as a player right mm-hmm. uh this whole season has been uh, just me falling in love with joe burrow like just from beginning to end, it, it you see the, the letter. We'll we'll end on this. You see the letter, Coach O, or the phone call, Coach O I had did. with his brother. I did, I did. I have. Well, I now I'm gonna say this. I have my problems with Coach O as a uh, a manager of personalities because uh, a lot of fishy stuff happened with him under LSU. But that letter in particular, good shit. Good shit. Please, for those who Joe haven't Burrow seen was it, tell transfer to either LSU or Cincinnati. I didn't know Cincinnati was on. T- I'm so glad he went to LSU. Well, because it, in LSU, he was allowed to flourish and become what Joe Burrow was going to become. I don't know what he would have turned into in, in Cincinnati. But he might have. To be fair, might, though, great players are going to flourish no matter what. Yeah. I think. Desmond uh, Ritter did. But you know what? I don't know if he would have been a number one pick because he wouldn't have won it. Uh, he wouldn't have won a title there. No, he wouldn't have. Uh, but with LSU, it was clearly a matter of plug this guy in and he's going to fit there. Also, he wouldn't have had Jamar Chase. Or in the end, it all works out. It or all works out. No, no. But, but the reason that I say specifically Jamar Chase is because that's the guy who ended up eventually on the same team as him. I and love won, that. And he won rookie. And it's a confirmed he did win the rookie of the year. For it was leaked. It was leaked today. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. The, the, I saw all that stuff with him and I'm like, yeah rightfully so he's the offensive rookie of the year it's like it's clear that he's the offensive rookie of the year just like micah parsons the defensive rookie of the year Uh, that's not true i bet i won the defensive rookie of the year yeah uh uh-huh sure did i see the 20 interceptions i had 
Interceptions of what? Like cheese it's into your mouth? Yeah. Like good. I'm good the greatest. Oh my god. You know what I want to watch after if for some reason I have so much football porn? on my mind. Unless I mean if I could find a football themed porn, maybe. But no, I well, there's gotta be at least six. I know, and they all kind of follow the, yeah, but yeah. Of course they follow the same mark. There's no, this isn't Hollywood. It's hey, literally hey, a five hey. minutes of talking and then it's the like rest. Bert, look, like Burt Reynolds and Boogie Nights. I just want some story with my pornography, okay? That's all. I want people to have to sit and keep watching after they've made dirty on themselves. I'm never going to refer to that as made dirty again because that just sounded so bad. Uh, that sounded so bad. Um, I'm going to go watch The Water Boy after this and enjoy some good, wholesome Bobby Boucher. What are you doing? Are I'm you licking the microphone? The oh, I don't have Peacock. Oh, uh, it's on. It's on Comedy Central. Oh well, that's a good point. I forget that Comedy Central now works in. We only show like two different shows in massive blocks. Yep. Uh, it's either they are MTV. Oh, I know. It's funny to see what what they've turned into. Like, oh, remember when you had tons of original content, and like now you don't because. Yep. Nobody cares about network television anymore. Glory uh, days. Da, so da, I've been Patrick da, da, Cheeseman at the Cheese Abides and at OG Cheeseman. And I am Anthony F., uh, the future husband of Joe Burrow. And we are here to say, Chris Kaufman, please come back. We miss you. Also, also, uh, I, we didn't even mention this at the top, but Ulysses isn't here with us. Uh, because he's because working he's- the Super Bowl. He's working the Super Bowl, uh, and he will be. You know, once he's done with all that, we're we're definitely gonna we're definitely dunk on him. Regale. Well, that's not that hard. You don't have to lift. You don't have to get up off the ground to dunk on him. You know that, right? Yeah, he's so short. Yeah, you know he is like five, like five five or under. I think Pack, my buddy Pack, who listens to the pod, will appreciate that because he's also like five five and under. No offense, Pack, but we know it's true. That's Uh, Pack. Uh, he'll be on. He'll be on the show uh, one day. I hope. X Pac. We're going X. Sean Waltman. Sure, we'll get cool. Sean Walton. I think we should start aiming for famous people. I was. I was said we should try to get urinating tree on here at some point. No, no, no. I mean like athletes. Oh, uh, why? Why not? Like, let's let's just bring them on and interview them. All right, let me call Luke Keekley real quick. You know, there's one I'm trying to remember what randomly a long time ago, this one Caroline, the Carolina Panthers defensive back followed me back for like followed me on on Twitter. Julius Peppers. No, God, I said I, thought, uh, yeah, I said I'm defensive out. back like, uh, you know, like a like a cornerback uh, or safety. But anyways, that happened uh, again. I'm Anthony F. Uh, he was Cheeseman. You can follow. We, we're the Beards and Balls podcast. You can follow us at uh, Beards underscore Balls on Twitter. Uh, you can follow him at the Cheese Abides at OG Cheeseman. Uh, you can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen. Or yeah, I think underscore nineteen. And uh, you know, if you like us, if you tolerate us, if you you know if you just can't get enough of us, go subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review on whatever the place you listen to and if you're listening to you know to us on spotify uh reconsider your decisions in life so you know uh we'll talk again later